There it is live. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, your first stop and last best hope for Transformers news here in Australia. This is episode 136 and we're recording live on the 5th of January 2018. Welcome 2018. Here we go. Tonight's episode, we are going to talk about uh, Bot Shots, the new competition in the TCCA Facebook group that started, new figures from the Bumblebee film and uh, other generations lines, a big Megatron sound wave on the way and much, much more. Good evening, I'm Brad, and tonight I'm joined by one other man that met himself over in South Australia, Max. How are you going, Max? I'm doing very well, thank you, Brad. How are you doing? That's the way, that's the way. Yeah, good, good. Hello, <laughs> welcome to 2018. Yeah, sort of We're here. came around pretty quickly. Just it was a now. pretty quick year. Yeah, there's just so much on. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Time flies. Yeah, unfortunately, the... Uh, Especially the holidays. This last this yeah. last two weeks has been really fast. So no, no kidding. It always is <laughs> we um Christmas we had an option. It just flows right in right into the next thing, and all of a sudden it's a new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always complain there's too much stuff on you, too busy, and then yeah, all of a sudden it's all gone, and you're yeah. back to work again. Yeah, which isn't too bad for the time being, at least. But be a pain in the ass once you after the next two months or so and get started into uni so it'll be balancing that with working extended hours which would be fun i guess you know, busy busy pay, yeah, pay well well that's the uh, that's the upside of it that uh yeah. you got the money you got the money to survive and keep your collection growing if possible um, oh, what else is there to spend money on you know food's overrated <laughs> electricity don't have much of that anyway you know water Find a river somewhere. It's all fine. You don't need to pay for electricity when you've got batteries, do you? I'm sure. I'm sure it works. You're storing what you already had. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's been a um, as we've been saying, it's been a busy, a long and busy uh, Christmas holiday period. We had a off the rails a couple weeks ago. We didn't have a show last week, and we're going to do off the rails again tonight. But uh, we thought there's a bit of news here we can tackle that uh, come out over the Christmas break and. uh, Jason's just touching down at Melbourne Airport at the moment, or he's probably waiting for his luggage. And uh, Mikey's in Newcastle. I don't know what he's doing up there, but um, so it's just me and you, Max. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, John's at work because, you know, that's they like just, savings. Yeah. Queen, Queensland mm. likes to be different. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Anything else over the Christmas break? You know, I suppose any new bots you got will be coming up later in new acquisitions. Yeah, they will. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. Ready to get into tonight's feature presentation. Bot Shots Weekly is the predecessor to put your bot to work. The competition in the TCA Facebook group that we ran last year. It started already. Week one winner. Congratulations to our very own Jason Murray. He uh, had some bots out. Uh, during a high tea session while he was just over in London. Yeah, um, Jason went to London, decided to take the most British ass picture I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and with the uh, RID smash combiners, no less. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, 
trust me, you wouldn't expect to find much any figures of worth in England. So that's probably the best that you can well, scratch that. together. <laughs> uh, but no um bot shots weekly is a new comp in the facebook group um run pretty much exactly the same as it did last year we've got weekly winners uh but this time at the end of the month the four weekly winners will go in the draw to get a prize and then those monthly winners will go to an nd be the best of the 11 months and that'll be drawn at the start of december so you can get your figure by christmas but Head over to the uh, the Facebook, not the Facebook group, the website for all the T's and C's and details on how to enter. Yeah, it is always a good time, and there's a lot of participation every week, um, and people mm. are always really interested in it. So, give it a go, and you'd be surprised at how much positive reception you get. Yeah, we had a freeway tie this week. Um, everyone had six votes apiece, which brought the deciding vote down to me. But upon Looking at those likes, we had a few people that voted for more than one where uh, last year we let it go, but this year you, you're only voting for one, your favourite, not voting for them all. So um, yeah. make sure you stay under that. And uh, yeah, everyone's a winner. We've got some new toy reveals uh, or listings anyway for Bumblebee the movie, um, plus some Masterpiece and Generation stuff that's coming up. Some of the stuff we know about, like the movie Masterpiece line, we knew there was Barricade coming. Um, and the new Bumblebee as well. And also now we've got word of Ironhide from the first movie coming as well. Yeah. Um, Ironhide seems to be an interesting choice. Well, I feel like they wouldn't really have gone with that first and foremost, given that he's had quite a few really high-tier figures already. He's, he's the one leader figure that I kept. Um, yeah, and even the... Oh, I forget name. The Voyager one with all the C-clip weapons... That was really yeah. nice as well. So I'd be interested to see how much they can improve upon it. Just suppose mm, it'll be a similar was, situation uh, to the um, Revenge of a Fallen Prime. Yeah, yeah. So where you've got something, you know, a mainline figure that's really just about perfect already. Um, mm. And then they just sort of slightly tweak that. Yeah. Plus, we've also got, um, where is it? It doesn't say it there. Um, there's also been a hint at a Titans class figure with the uh, code name Project Project Storm um, that's coming for the Generations line. So, oh, there it is there. It says Prime Wars. So it's looks like interestingly because I remember for Titans Return it was originally going to be called Titan Wars, and then for solicitations for figures they kept on using that name, and looks like they've mm. sort of instead. Actually, no. So, because this is a Prime Wars trilogy, isn't it? So, it look like I'm guessing this isn't actually fitting into the Power of a Prime's line. They're just going to call it part of Generations in general. Yeah, Metroplex wasn't Combiner Wars, was it? It came out before Combiner Wars. Yeah. I guess Metroplex. Fort Max. Yeah. Fort Max was part of Headmar, oh, the Titans Return, wasn't it? Or was that before? Yeah, because they had all the little pegs on it for the Titan Masters. Yeah, the last three have all been part of the overall line because we had metroplex which was just part of regular generations which was what was at at the time then yeah. devastator was a combiner in combiner wars um oh debbie yeah and then yeah the last two were in titan's returns so but i don't i can't remember what the solicits were like because it was years ago at this point but i'm wondering if this might not fit into the line-wide gimmick 
in the same sort of way that those two did. So it's still interesting the last two bots have been both for Titans Return. Mm. If they've got something getting built um, or getting produced for Power of the Primes, I'd imagine... I don't know what... Yeah, like given the fan vote a little while back, I imagine this would probably be Scorponok or Omega Supreme. Mm. Unless they're going to just act, unless they're going to, you know, repaint into uh, Metro Titan or uh, Gigastorm or something like that. Yeah, but they haven't done the repaints yet. I don't. Yeah, there's. I don't it's think surprising, really. You know, everyone was so sure for a while that. There was going to be, you know, G two Devastator and like Metro Titan. Well, we thought it was. That. We and thought it was going to be like Max repaint, and that was it. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like those three foot John Cena and Superman figures that are in targets and that. Just that of Titans class figures everywhere, of different colors and all sorts of stuff. And it hasn't hasn't eventuated. But um... like the closest we got was that um, Brave Maximus that Takara's doing. And even then, yeah. they had like, we'll only actually make it if we get so many pre-orders. So um, I guess it must have a really high production cost for them. Yeah. Especially seeing as they always end up on deep discount by the time the line's ended. Oh, we're forgetting about Predaking. Oh, of course. Right. Mm. It's been so long since I've seen anything about him. I guess it just slipped my mind. But yeah, that yeah, one's... Well, we've got... Because he's going to be all Voyagers as just like Devi, won't he? So that would probably be yeah. the Titan class yeah. figure. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, I'd be... And we'll, we, should be at, we should see him in February next month for Nuremberg. Yeah. For one... the uh, Toy Fair. Yep. Get a bold German man standing in front of him. <laughs> With two little wings hanging out either side of him. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they, a lot of a lot of the other stuff as well. We got most of it's sort of Bumblebee movie stuff, role play stuff, um, weapons and face masks, helmets, voice changing helmets again, and um, masks. But uh, also, Mighty Mugs are coming back. Yay! Yeah, but... Never brought any. <laughs> They're the uh, the illegitimate spawn and the origination of pop vinyls, as far as I'm concerned, and they all deserve to be in the same rubbish tip. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, you know I can't hate them as much as pop vinyls. Because they don't fill up, every, there aren't walls of them at every convention. But Hasbro, pop vinyls are your fault. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> people, I guess some people have been waiting to see if these would come back because they just started bringing back the Marvel Mighty Mugs. So mm-hmm. I guess this confirms that they're doing it for Transformers as well. Also, I'm not sure where they've got the studio series listed. They've got like 20 Deluxe, 30 Voyager, and 50 Leader. Guessing that might be the prices in US dollars. Oh, yeah, that seems right. In which case, it seems like they're going up in price again in the United States. So we can <laughs> expect a similar thing here. Yeah, we've got a question about that coming up a little bit later with because uh, it was about the same time last year where we started or suspected the. Uh, premium edition movie figures for the last night were uh, going to be higher enough and we're going to pay that price for them or not. But, um, yeah, not much else to glean from here. If we're going to see prototypes and that start to come up soon. Um, again, we've got Toy Fair in Nuremberg in uh, 
in February, so that's when we should start seeing a lot of this stuff, especially for the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, and even with one. the um, you know, the studio series stuff, that's starting to leak out already, so it's mm. it's all in the pipeline. Yep. Toy Alliance are teasing uh, the third entry into their Mega Action series. We've seen Prime, Megatron's out, I believe, and now they're uh, hinting at a Soundwave, which... When Megatron come out, even when Prime come out, we sort of wondered on uh, those early shows. I remember talking to John about it, whether or not that was going to be it for this line. They're just going to do Prime and Megatron, and sort of keep it at those two. That way, more collectors go right. I could have a big Prime and Megatron sitting side by side somewhere, and not have to worry about collecting the whole set. <laughs> Unfortunately, and then Toys Alliance is now going. we got Soundwave. Yeah, mm. uh, you wanted a wallet or? You wanted to have actual space in your house? Nah, you're just going to create a whole great big line of these. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are definitely people who are into this, but like that—that that is the main thing that's keeping me away from these—is just the sheer size. Hmm. Because they—they're about one sixty-nine, aren't they? Sort of going for. Yeah, that's like why I was hoping Mikey was going to be on because as the um, Necker one quarter scale figures, mm. so you know, not quite as big as a tidy class figure, but sort of around the same size as combined to War Devastator, yeah, about 18 inches. Yeah, but, yeah, because it actually works apparently, it works out quite well, um, at least for a prime in 112 scale, so they actually look like realistically sized with stuff like Marvel Legends and figure arts and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, he's got the light-up eyes as well. It might sort be just my monitor here, but it, it's sort of either red or yellow. There's sort of that blending orange. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing... So fans like can't get just... hatred for that. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be... I managed to somehow have, like, when it's non-eliminated, it's like a yellow plastic, and then when you light it up, it glows red. I yeah, feel like that yeah, might absolutely. be harder to do, but if they could do something like that, that'd be awesome. Is that would I probably be don't a really... that much, but I know a lot of people have that as a point of contention. Being Hasbro licensed, I'm guessing it'd go to Hasbro line. Yeah, so oh, Hasbro was that yellow, color. wasn't it? I don't know. I'm looking over to my masterpiece shelf and I can't see Soundwave's eyes. Uh, I, uh, I think he was yellow. That's why I was hoping Mikey was on. He's the the Soundwave fanboy. Again, so people like if your character is Soundwave, then you're probably going to pick this up uh, more so than just collecting the whole set. Uh, I, I guess I feel like Soundwave the- might hold more appeal to a lot of people, just because for the previous two, at least for me, it was just like, oh, it's another Prime or another Megatron, right? Whereas with this guy, it's they're delving into. You know, not so much for big iconic characters as the ones that, tra- like the ones that you don't get as much in licensed products. Mm. So that definitely makes it hold a bit more appeal. And it makes me wonder what's next. Because um, I know when Masterpiece were coming out, it was very Autobot heavy. People were saying, hey, where's my cons? Um, even though there's sort of, it's either biased towards the Autobots number wise. Um, I'd love to see something like just a, 
great big massive ultra magnus that can sort of tower over the rest of them yeah i imagine after sandwave it'd probably go for a bumblebee or something like that i reckon a seek would have to be on the way it'd have to be a star scream if i did i'd be interested to see how many repaints they could get out of it to have people still keep buying them well this would be the first this is going to come out first this would be the hint if they're going to even consider repainting because they'll have to do a blaster a sound blast not sound blaster who's the, who's the other sound wave sound blaster is sound blaster yeah sound blast that's what it was too many blasters um whether they paint him or nemesis they paint that dark color and re-release him um, whether there's yeah, even a market for that they've done the nemesis prime haven't they so there's a precedent for it at least yeah i think the main point Did of they? interest here for, yeah i'm not sure if it's out yet but they've definitely oh, okay. i'm pretty sure they've shown in box images as well so it's pretty much confirmed for release yep i think the main point of interest for me here is looking at like a set that they're teasing in the top right corner um, it's basically impossible to tell which one it is, but like I'm, I'm assuming the license doesn't allow them to make transforming figures. No. But so if to. that cassette can't transform, I'm hoping that maybe they include two. So you have like one that's, you know, Ravage in cassette mode and then one that's Rumble in robot mode or something like that. So then you don't just, you're not stuck with just this static piece because at least with something I feel like something like this, where it's just a great big action figure of a transforming robot mode, holds a lot more appeal than just a static piece of a transforming alt mode. I'm wondering how big that cassette deck is going to be once for an 18 inch bot. Because MP cassettes are smaller than the G1 versions. G, even G1 sound wave still not big enough. You might end up being able to fit in those. Uh, Mastermind Creations cassettes because those are sort of life-size cassettes, and this are they the they done like, the Ravage in that life-size? Yeah, they've done Ravage and Buster and Laser Beacon, and they've got pre-orders up for uh, Rumble and Frenzy. Well, that might be that might be where they go if they are. But then I suppose if they, they're looking at this, they're going to provide at least one cassette shaped bot that hasn't like alt mode for laser beak or whoever that um yeah fits like, in I'm... there if that's if they're just going to do that then maybe they won't say hey you can you can put a cassette in too because who's got one of them yeah really? well, i'd be fine with them having just the cassette if they also include a poseable figure just because i feel like the idea of just having a like just a slab of inanimate robot is intensely unappealing well especially when you can see all that robot detail and then you can't transform it if it was just a black cassette with the red like the laser beak sort of stripes going across it yeah that's another thing like having, laser beak written. even on the mps they've made it look like an actual cassette in alt mode whereas yeah. this they're just going hey this is a transformer yeah. but it almost certainly it can't won't transform, transform. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this does look promising. Though. I reckon. I reckon they do a shockwave as well. I think that I'd pro- that'd probably be the thing that would get me to get into the line. Just 
you can just imagine a great big imposing shockwave. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, scales with nothing. But... I think it's this one. This one's probably what's going to get me into it. I was really tempted by Megatron, um, but I just couldn't see a good enough price for him. Was because then I could have like that scene from the G one comics where Spider Man's swinging around Megatron. You could get that going with a one twelve scale Spider Man. But uh, the only other thing that really that really get me keen is for Grimlock. But I'd want him in dinosaur mode, not in robot mode. They wouldn't do that. I don't think they'd do a Dinobot. Yeah, I did in Dino mode. Watching um, like do you watch the Frosh on YouTube? So, I'm I'm so subscribed to him, Mike. Yeah, like he was talking familiar. about. Um, like this is his first. This line's his first sort of foray into Transformers, and he's gotten really obsessed with it now. And he was saying that if <laughs> he's hoping that they do a Griblock, but you know what would you do in that case? Like, can you? How do you weigh up whether or not to make it a robot or Dino mode? Hmm. I mean, I suppose there's. Probably a chance they could end up doing both as two separate releases. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, I, I don't feel know like how, I don't know how it'd sell. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there isn't really a market for a giant. Oh, I suppose there is because of the size, but there isn't really a need for another transforming Grimlock. You know what I mean, just because there's been so many third-party ones recently. Yeah, and like, yeah. those MP style ones are really big in and of themselves obviously nothing like this sort of size but i felt for most people that would scratch that itch yeah because i don't looking at the autobot side i don't like i don't know who apart for bangness as you said i don't know who would really i suppose it could probably be, bumblebee yeah bumblebee, bumblebee maybe. i suppose would have to be the rodimus prime yeah rodimus slash hot rod no but going yeah, by the yeah. trend <laughs> rodimus figures that'd be the weakest release in the line probably yeah. Oh, well. We'll see. We might get to see some uh, prototypes this guy next couple of months. Um, he is looking very promising. Yeah, definitely. Perfect Effect have sort of been off on their own um, recently, sort of doing their own bots. They done, uh, they done Godzilla, didn't they? And now they're doing the uh, the Beast Wars Megatron, Transmetal 3 Megatron. Um they're returning to the. I was going to say where they started, but they would have done stuff before the uh, combined wars. Figures. But this is this is where yeah. they sort of found their footing, yeah, I suppose. Like this is what yeah. they're most known for nowadays. They're bread and butter. They're bread and butter is the combined wars upgrade kits, and they've got one coming out for Volcanus. And that's not how it's spelt, but that's how I'm going to spell it <laughs> because I hate this thing with a passion. Max, you want to talk about this? Yeah, I praise well, it. Praise yeah. it. <laughs> I don't think there's that much to praise that isn't, you know, stuff that we already know. You know, this is going to be the standard figure with more posability. But then you start to look at this, and it seems like they've added in a new piece for the crotch play on Volcanicus to make him a much more solid-looking robot mode. Because I remember when everyone was first looking at this figure, he has these massive gaps on the underside of his torso. Um, and then the other thing I was worried about is that giant ass sword on his back because it looks like they've just uh, gotten the full Cybertron Grimlock sword and upscaled that. But 
you think about how much um you know the versions of these fingers like these deluxes use ball joints for the elbows and what have you and i feel like it'd be very unlikely that he'd be able to hold that up mm. i know that um in the product features section they say that it includes a gear joint um so i'm thinking so i'm not quite sure because it also says it's got like cogs on the image for the feet so i'm not sure if the gear joint phrase means they've added ratchets to the ankles or they've added ratchets to the main figure i'm hoping it's the latter because if it's just on the ankles then there's no way in hell he's going to be able to hold up that sword yeah just looking at the photos here because that sword looks very um beast hunters prime the big the yeah, big like, one um it's but again amazing, I'd, I'd, but... yeah i didn't realize they were doing hands and feet here as well i thought they were the um official hands and feet but they've gone for that again um as you said the crotch piece it looks like a that same color gray on the back so i don't know if it just clips yeah. clips onto the crutch or what's going on there i don't know i don't know if the hinges or the ratchets to be affected i think it looks um, like they might have transformed the uh legs of the voyager grimlock differently so then the uh ratchets for the hips of of the torso motor set down a lot lower yeah we haven't got I a... know that's how a lot of people were fan moding their uh, combiner wars menasaur back yeah. two years ago or something and it seems fairly similar here Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, we haven't got a photo of the original, what the original is supposed to look like to see what we've only got the grade bits. I'd like how they've added the bit on the chest to make it a bit more wider around Grimlock's yeah, head. I think the highlight here is the upgrades to the chest for sure, because that was definitely the weakest aspect mm. of Volcanicus. Like, in fact, he's got these really stocky proportions everywhere else, but there's flimsy looking torso and now they fix that and it looks like what you'd hope a dinobot combiner would be in my opinion well there's no from memory there was no detail there at all on his chest yeah it was just completely it's just blank space mm. so i guess it looks like from this information here that um the photo of um volcanicus with those parts out of under the chest those parts are in a separate pack to the hands and feet. So. Yeah, well, we got we got PC-21, which is the hands and feet gun, just like we got Combiner Wars, PC-22, and then PC-23 upgrade kits. So I'm guessing 23 might be the sword. I don't know. They have The info doesn't give any idea of, what, of which set the sword comes with. It mm. just... It does say that the torso bits are PC-23. Um, I know PC uh, Perfect Effect has done just giant ice swords as their own releases before, so that might it, yeah. the sword might have been its own thing, which could work out well for some people because they're not stuck with this giant hunk of plastic that he can't hold. Mm. Yeah, because most others you had hands and feet. You normally had a chest and a crutch upgrade. And then you had like the Bruticus had. Then you had the guns. Like you could do the guns on his back as well. Yeah, there was a separate upgrade as well. Yeah, like each figure had between two and three sets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I they do. Milked it. Sort of, <laughs> I do sort of question the need for the hands and feet. 
I guess they've tried to amp up their original design a bit by, you know, he's, I guess he's got that finger articulation that the official one's missing and they've given him uh, ratchets on the ankles. Yeah. I, I just don't see it, you know, really having that much value when compared to just a stock release. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the feet, plus the feet again, and got the Gatlin guns in them. So it's just exactly what they've done with the other combiners. Um, it's yeah, just it's... poor, poor storage. If you got them non-combined, cause then you got to try and have these massive Gatlin guns, which might look all right on the side of sludges, hips or something, but, um, yeah, it's just uh, over-engineering for not, not real. At least we're looking at, like... Computron, you know, they did put out the hands and feet, but they were necessary if you got the Takara version. Whereas yeah. for Volcanicus, everything we've seen is having the updated hands and feet, which yeah, by all accounts are much better than the originals too. Yeah, they haven't done much with the Victorian hands and feet, which were just dedicated hands and feet, but at least these ones as well for the Dinobot combiner are dedicated hands and feet. You haven't got hands that turning into feet or feet that can turn into hands. Um, yeah, that's a lot better. Like your, arm, your, your, arm, your arm limbs come with hands and your feet limbs come with feet and that's it. There's no Scramble City playability with it. And then Much with, the, with the Voyager, you know, they include those extra pieces. So then, you know, while it leaves you with extra um, hand and feet pieces, they work a lot better as guns on the new figures or like armor plating. So Hasbro's really amped up yeah. the integration on these new ones, which just makes me question the need for these upgrade sets here. Mm. Which is just weird, yeah, just weird it sort of come now this late with one of the last combiners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess there's also the upgrade kit for Starscream. Which looks to just be hands and feet, um, mm. which I suppose is all you really need. Because while the base figure for that is kind of shitty, the torso mode, in my opinion, looks fantastic. So they've done basically everything they need to there. Yeah, it looks very energon uh, and armada. I'm just thinking, yeah, I, you just get the armada. Yeah, I sort of I saw that. Torso transformation is him turning into the movie Starscream torso. Yeah, yeah, it's got that triangle mode. Yeah. Ways. The hips definitely look like the movie Starscream hips. Yeah, like this sort of giant Dorito shape, which yeah. when it's making the center of a combiner works actually quite well, as opposed to a mess that is movie Starscream. <laughs> That's these little chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, like, if this was just the base movie Starscream, then you could cut him off at the knees and that'd be what he actually looks like. It's just... Mm. So it, it fits, oh, it fits all the limbs. That's all the Superion stuff, so... You could put him in the middle Menasaur if you want, or Bruticus. Or the Bruticus limbs, anyway. Yeah, I can't remember if there's been another combiner already that's used the blue hand foot guns, so... I guess no, only purple. Just for Starscream. Yeah, but like, only purple. If you really ones. wanted, you could probably just throw those on Superion or Defense, or and it wouldn't look half bad. Hmm. Yeah. If you prefer the design of these over the um, older or the um, the prime, the two prime ones, it'd look alright as well because they look very prime. 
coloured, especially the feet. Oh yeah, he's that's what it was for that first prime that they did. Been that had. Wait, no, because they didn't pack in. Oh, no, no, they were black. They were black, weren't they? I black, thought it was only black. Black. Bl- black yeah, I've, black I was thinking, purple. but then I remember the hand foot guns came with the deluxes, not the Voyager. So, yeah, I, I can't remember at this point. <laughs> it's like four yeah. years. All right, crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my Dinobites won't be combining, so I don't need to buy that. <laughs> Coming up lastly, just dipping into statue news briefly because I can. <laughs> um, Imaginary Arts has announced uh, they're doing a Megatron statue as well, as you can see in the photo here. They've also hinted at um, Devastator as well, but like this Megatron, it's only sort of been um, cat images and nothing really in hand, but uh, I think the Megatron looks good. They've sort of captured that G1 look and updated a little bit. Uh, a yeah, bit I do love what they do. Yeah, a bit better than what um, Toy Alliance does. I believe this looks a lot better. Yeah. Unfortunately, the price the difference. <laughs> Toy Lines. I think this, even just as it is right now, I think this looks better than the Prime One Studio. That, yeah, I think I'm, I'm confusing Toy Lines yeah. with Prime One because they're the ones that uh, yeah. really took that artistic flair and changed it. Yeah, like after seeing the Prime One Megatron in person. I was like, yeah, this just doesn't look right at all. You know, mm. I think a lot of that is due to um, they try and they go for a more realistic approach and more detailed approach to the G1 design, but they don't add in the joints and points where the actual robot should be able to move. Yeah. The G1 design is missing, and so... The lack of that just make it means they're adding realism everywhere except for most crucial parts. Whereas this guy looks like they've definitely put that in. Like it, it almost looks like an action figure the way they've designed those uh, knuckle joints and sort of a mm. gearing in the shoulder there. Yeah, even that's a statue. It looks like it could move. Um, yeah, just I think it's a lot better because it looks like an actual character in motion, which I think is. Yep. Just, yeah, and that smirk as well. <laughs> yeah, it's even just as it is now. This looks leagues better than the prime one. And surely he's got it because they all come on their bases. He's got to have sort of one leg up, standing on something. That's like likely. I imagine he'll have some sort of extras as well, like swappable hands. You know, I'd be fantastic if it came like a blast effect to a fusion cannon or something like that. Well, surely that's got to light up. There'd have to be an LED in there. It, it does look a bit big, though, but it might be just the way it's sort of posed. Like yeah, the fusion can looks really big. Yeah, maybe it's a perspective thing. I guess we'll see more when we get more perspective, more shots of it from different angles. Cause yeah, because it, it's mounted the, bit the rear forearm as well. So yeah, the bit at the rear is probably the back of the the gun. But just the way it is here, it looks like it's all part of the middle section. It's just sort of short and stubby, but I'm, I'm guessing it's a lot longer than what it looks like. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that this sort of thinner section at the front will be a lot longer and more protruding off the front of his forearm yeah. in, the act, in the actual product. And then that wider section will probably only go up to about his elbow. Yep. But he'll be $1,800, so oh, yeah. not... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> not something will be hard to purchase. It'll be fine. Just you know, sell your car, cut off your health care, stop eating for a few weeks. It'll be fine. I need my car. I need my car. <laughs> sell your kids right. or something. Oh yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Before we get to new acquisitions, a uh, bit of a discussion, just a couple of discussion points here I wanted to bring up. This time last year, as we hinted earlier, um, we sort of got the word that uh, we're going to have the premium line for Transformers last night, and that was going to come with a larger price tag. Max, did you purchase any of the last night figures at retail for that larger price? Now, it was really Maya, Big W, and Toys R Us that had the $55 or the $58 Voyages. I know um, here at least Maya marked them up just way more than anywhere else. Like the yeah, uh, the deluxes were about forty bucks each at Maya in Adelaide. Just yeah. drastically more than everywhere else, including from the looks of things, most other Myers as well. Yep. Well, that's they do that. Then they go in and have their fifty percent off sale that sort of gets stuff down. Yeah, where uh, you Myers, want it, but um. I think I only ended up buying that barricade because I did. I just saw that in hand, and it was at the Kmart had them slightly lower at thirty dollars each, which yeah is still too much, and I regretted paying it after I bought it. But it's sort of like an impulse buy where you just go, okay, this looks like the nicest deluxe so far, then I'll grab that. And probably one of the nicest deluxes I've handled this year. Yeah. And that's impulse exactly. I um, I was in Big W to Savo. One of our local members sent me a text message and a photo yesterday afternoon with Trypticon on special. And I've not seen Trypticon anywhere, let alone anywhere local. And I've done the dash over there this afternoon and the one was hit, someone had hidden it. So I'm sorry, but uh, got that, got it on hold so I can pick it up on Thursday. They also had Steelbane, Slug and... Drift there as well, um, which are all bots. Oh, I don't really need Slug, but Steelbane and Drift are two movie bots I definitely wanted to pick up. But um, they'll still at full price at $35, and I wasn't. There was about six Steelbanes there, so no. I can wait Especially for it to drop. Not with the QC on Steelbane. Like, it's just not worth 35 bucks. Yeah, yep. You know, and yep. I've I basically resigned myself to just waiting for the knockoffs of those because. The Wave 2 movie figures have had no presence here, like, at all. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's sort of the thing. It's I know the figures there now. It's when the lines first come out, I went to Toys R Us, and they had Skeletron and Infernicus and all that sitting there, and, like, I've not seen them anywhere else after that. They just come and went so quick, um, which I probably should have paid full price for, but... Um, all the voyages and the deluxes I've got, it was sort of waited for them to get that five ten percent off before I brought them. More so because I knew they weren't going to be going on a shelf here; they're going to be going in the young fell's toy box. So I didn't want to be paying full price for them there. But some of the figures, like the Voyager Prime, I still reckon's a fantastic figure. The Voyager Megatron, um, if I had to, I'd probably pay the full price for that, or just get the. Uh, the, the KO upscaled version. 
I feel bad for the Wave 1 of Voyages from Movie Line last year. Because you've got that Grimlock, which was like, okay, we'll reuse oh, the old one, which is like yeah. a decent enough mold, but it just got floppy by the time we put that out. At least, at least and then you've darker color. I was nearly going to pick yeah. it up just so I've got a that darker colored yeah. Age of Extinction Megatron, but uh, Grimlock. But again, they haven't been on reduced price. I'm not paying $55 for it. <laughs> well, that guy, for some reason, that version, that issue of a figure doesn't have, it just doesn't lock together at all. So, yeah, I think you just wait for a knockoff or a third party version, and then there's that prime which everyone that came out and sort of just blew everyone away by how much it outclassed the leader figure. But then, <laughs> so you get that prime, right? And everyone's going, Oh, this is amazing! and then you get two waves of some of the best voyages we've had in years, right? You get that Megatron, Hound, Nitro, Zeus, and Scorn. Always incredible. Oh, I still need scorn. I need scorn. I need Nitro Zeus. <laughs> yeah. I need everyone post wave two, pretty much. Everyone just forgot about that prime because you've got all these amazing voyages coming out afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I think there were parts of the original hand I liked more than what the uh, new hand was, but um, but from what I've seen, the Nitro Zeus and Scorn are both fantastic looking figures as well, and I can't wait to get them. It, looks it might scorn. be just a point of uh, asking in the group, hey, has anyone got a loose one? And get I'm one sure that's up. I mean, I know 30% off. <laughs> Nitro Zeus at least has a knockoff coming out that's got upgraded parts and what have you. Yeah, yeah. I think Kuban Bell's doing so. Basically just waiting for Toybot Imports to open up pre-orders for that and I'll grab him. Because that just looks... You know, I think he's around about the same price, but he just looks leagues better. He's same size, or they've scaled up like the Megatron? Uh, he's scaled up. I don't think he's quite to the same degree as... Um, not. Yeah, he's not the same size as Megatron. He's not that massive, but he sh- I think he's supposed to be around... Maybe Masterpiece scale. Hold on. Just check. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's 10 inches tall. So... Yeah, actually, that's... Oh, yeah, so it's a little bit bigger, yeah. yeah so it's actually a fairly close size to that Megatron. Yep. Um, it's a Kuban Bale one, so it's covered in paint, and they added new parts to him. Yeah, because I heard the scorn they've done is pretty good, too. The uh, oversized scorn. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I don't think they did a last night one, but I did used to own the Weijang mm. version of the Age of Extinction Yeah, yeah the Age of Extinction one, yeah. That yep. was incredible, because they fixed all the joint tolerances as well. So, yeah, I love that sort of market. But even just by itself, you know, the Nitro Zeus and Scorn are two amazing looking figures, especially with like the posability on Scorn and the transformation on Nitro Zeus. Just yeah, oh, I've just seeing what his wings do to make those those jet pods on his back and that just great, great yeah, bit of like engineering you there. Thought they wouldn't be able to top the wing transformation from. Avoid your Megatron, and then they went and did that. Hmm. Well, yeah, and they they can they can repaint or just reissue the uh, the leader Prime to get extra money, so they can do extra engineering like that on some of the voyages. Yeah, as far and, as I'm uh, concerned. Apparently, that leader Prime is selling like you know. I, I guess parents are just buying it for their kids, you know, because <laughs> I will go in, there'll be like five of them on a shelf at a store, and then you go back a week later, and they're gone. Yeah. Yep, someone's and, buying. And, yeah, 
no one in the fandom wants that figure. Like, <laughs> but maybe like is a person there, but I've not spoken to or heard of a single person who wants that. Just like, hey, well, pissed off with the first time around. Yeah, it's like it's like a shittier paint job of the shittiest version of that mole. Yeah, but even a lot of the paint they've had on some of the other figures too. Like I've. I've, I've sort of sung the praise of the silver paint that's on a lot of the figures, the torsos and that. Yeah, um, that is a very... It's a strange thing that they've had going on where, like, some of those deluxes are basically unpainted, like that uh, Drift and yeah. Wave 1 Bumblebee. But then you've got stuff like Skulletron and um, Steelbane where they're just covered in that weather detail. Mm. Even like Cogman how- as well. The same line, yeah. Cogman, yeah. well, he's even got it like under all the flaps and whatever, so you kind of see it in robot mode, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have shared it around a bit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you, I guess we were at the start of the last night line, everyone was saying, okay, where's the budget going? Like, but we've got all these cheap ass deluxes and cheap ass leaders, and then we see, okay, we've got you know, these new voyages that are insanely well molded, and then. They're just there's a few figures that are just throwing all the paint they possibly can on there. Mm, yep. I suppose before we get into predictions, I rewatched the last night yesterday for the first time since it came out. <laughs> I just don't know what happened. I'll I'll defend the movies for the most part. I just I don't know what happened. There's just I so yeah. many so many errors, just stuff trails off. Not it's answered. such a shame. It's, I do think there's a lot to love in that movie. Like, there's some really great yeah. pieces. Yeah, I don't. But then I there's don't like, so much wrong with it. Yeah, I don't like Hopkins taking over the opening and closing narration where Prime. Thank you, Astro Train. Where Prime, um, that was Prime's job, giving us the spiel about what the MacGuffin of the movie is. Um, I, the the single most hated thing that for me still is that JPL guy. I don't, I couldn't care if Bono was in it. Oh, the more guy by, from more NASA. people, yeah, more people would know Bono, so I'd be all right. But if it was, oh, like, oh, you the could just cut him from the entire movie. movie. I just felt bad for General Warshare. He's sitting there trying to organise a plan. This douche just comes over, cuts in, and comes over the computer and. Let's do it this way. They're going to use science and not mystical mumbo jumbo. It's like, no, go away. It's stuck in this the isn't, this isn't, over it. Yeah, this isn't putting a, a shuttle into space. This is Cybertron attacking. And um, it's like you think of Michael Bay, you know, this is the sort of time when you want to like demonize NASA, like at a time when they've had all their funding <laughs> cut as well. Yeah. So yeah, you you want to this... make them out to be the bad guys. Yeah. And just the whole writer's room, four writers being credited. Yeah. It, it just, shows, like, just because they yeah. had different visions and then just crammed it into the same movie. Yeah. Like, I, I stopped when the um the night ship was coming up out of the water and then come back to it later. And I'm like, how the hell did Bumblebee get into the night ship in the first place to be fighting Prime? And then remembered, oh, yeah, he caught a ride there on the back of the submarine. The submarine that never transforms, by the way. It's- yeah, it just jumped its moorings and <laughs> not even a voice. But yeah, stuff like that. Um, Hot Rod just turning up at the end when he was last seen in England. 
Like he never went there with the helicopter with Barton, so I just yeah. I do. Hot Rod was probably my favorite part of a movie. Like, because I know a lot of people don't like the accent, but the actual character, I think. Van I don't. Hale, I don't like, mind the accent. I just hate the back and forth crap at the house at the mansion when he's trying to say his name and. Oh yeah, that's shit. The introduction like for, to it. For the rest, like in all his action scenes, right? He, they nail the actual character of Hot Rod, where it's mm. just like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go save the world and have fun while doing it. It's like, yeah, that yeah. is Hot Rod in essence. Yeah. It's just that they gave him this dumbass racist accent like every other Transformer in the franchise. Yeah, and a god cannon that can do anything, but only when twice. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop time. But even that, when, when they're in, something, yeah, when they're in the spark that. chamber, I don't... The whole... There's no stakes at all. In the spark chamber, when he stops time on Megatron, and the Hound's just sitting there opening up and puts two million rounds of ammunition in his face... And then he, the time bubble comes up and it shoots Megatron. Just sort of, ah, it falls out. And Megatron's like, pew, pew, pew. There's just, there's no, there's no damage. There's no stakes between it. They're just pew, pew, pewing at each other, which I suppose is a cartoon. I can't complain because that's G1. One, but... Yeah, Megatron's cannon and Hound's Gatling gun, like they were really underpowered weapons. Like Hound just sort of sprayed like human-sized bullets at things. And then Megatron, like, they finally gave him his fusion cannon, and it just does bugger all. Like, it's basically a pistol. Yeah, yeah, it's not a special, when I use it, something bad's going to happen. Well, he killed Hannibal with it, so. I mean, he, he killed Anthony Hopkins. Like, <laughs> yeah, he killed the power, man. <laughs> the, the power of that cannon is he can kill a single human. It wasn't even direct hit either, hit the ground, sent him flying. <laughs> And he like, lays there for five minutes. Until so Cogman life. turns up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing. Cogman was such a disappointment. Like, not, you know, because there's that whole thing where it seems like he's going to rip off Nitro Zeus's head. And that seems like the perfect finger is going to get pissed off and go on a rampage. Mm. And he just disappears. Like, he's not yeah. in the rest of the entire movie. And I can't stand him singing. Doing the score, I can't. Oh. That, that's I hate that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hate it. it's just the first time. The first time when he's playing the piano, it's fine. But when he's doing the opera, that's no. That's that's yeah. too much. I mean, I guess that's, it's that's funny, gen- but it's just unoriginal and it repeat it. So it's it's dated and just goes on too long. It's General Hux waiting for a phone call. I'm not going to go any further into that. Um. <laughs> anyway, we might have a bit of a talk. When the other guys get on about the film and uh, thoughts there, since it's been a little while, one thing I was going to bring up on a previous episode was with the score. Like I, I still think Jablonski is doing fantastic work with the score, um, especially this one. We get a lot of the themes back from the earlier films as well, um, I, with Prime and that, or the Autobots anyway. But it's weird. There's a couple of one, and I haven't prepared, but one of the um, tracks. Hints real close to Man of Steel, and I think it's Flight. Um, and another one, I think it's when uh, Cybertron approaches Earth. It's got that that sort of percussion and steel drums of what uh, the star of the '86 movie has with Unicron um, approaching. Yeah, I felt like it was one of the. Planet. I feel like the issue 
that I had of the last night was in terms of a score was that a lot of the time it just wasn't used very well in the movie. Yeah. Like, there, there are a couple of really good parts, like Optimus, like Prime when he cuts off the Infernicon's heads and when he drives out from Rubble, you get his female movie was like, dun, 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 dun. Mm. Like, that was really good. But then other than that, I don't really, like if you go back and listen to the score, there's some really good tracks in there. But beyond that, they're not really used in the movie that well. Yeah. Well, even Prime's voice, like Peter Cullen must have went in and done five minutes and they just ADR'd it. It really seems disconnected a lot of times when he's talking. Well, yeah, Prime, like uh, in a movie where you've got like those awesome performances by uh, Frank Welker and Omar Sy, you've got Peter Cullen, he's just sort of half-arsing it. Yeah. I guess he didn't like and the we know, character choices. Well, we know for a while that he hasn't liked the way Prime's going, and maybe this was like, uh, Peter, you're contracted to give us a voice. And he's like, fine. <laughs> and just went in there. And But even like just uh, the editing or the sound mixing or something just didn't sound right because it sort of, a lot of times he was talking as he was turning away and you couldn't sort of, he wasn't looking at the camera when he was speaking or looking at the person he was talking to. He was walking off or... Um, just spouting out a line that had been recorded. Yeah. And another thing later. I found with the sound mixing was in that in the scene where all the humans are assaulting the ignition chamber, right? You've got characters like Lennox who are shouting, like before the battle started, because they're shouting so that you can hear them over the music. Like. <laughs> It's just like, why not just dim the volume on the track or have a lull in the music there? No, you're going to just be like, no, we'll just play it as is. Hey, Josh, can you shout a bit? Yeah. Yeah. And again, the whole, we're five, four movies in, five movies in, and he, you got the whole, we're going to have another military or paramilitary group. And again, Transformers are illegal. Well, we knew that in Dark of the Moon. With the, we didn't. We don't want you here. Don't come here. If you come here, you're going to get shot or destroyed or whatever else. Um, have I been doing it like, basically the whole time since Revenge of? I did it pre Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, this, then, this still could have been Shield, not Dark. Shield, um, Sector Seven. Like, yeah. just have them here hunting and saying that no, you're not allowed here. If you come here, you're prisoners and whatever else. Like just dropping KSI as well. It's surely all these big chunks of Cybertron that are falling to the earth. They'd be licking their lips now because they got chance of making getting more Transformium. They don't have to make use. Um... I could probably only contract Stanley Tucci for one character at a time. This is apparently he's Merlin now. Yeah, that got wearing. That got a bit dry as well. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on quickly. Predictions for 2018. Um, we've only had MP Dinobot revealed for this year. Um, a lot of people have been getting Sunstreaker in the mail at the moment, so I don't know if Jason or Mikey had that. Did you have that on pre-order? Uh, yeah, I've got mine on lay-by with Toybot, okay. but yep. I'm not sure if I've actually finished paying it off yet. All right. Because I keep very good track of that sort of thing. <laughs> you wait for the email. Um so that's coming, and there's something... Oh, the new recolored Rodimus 
hot rodimus. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll see around Tokyo Toy Fair and sort of a yeah. mid-year events as well. What do you reckon? What are you hoping for? Well, I guess I know we know we're getting probably two or three movie masterpieces, but in terms of stuff that Hasbro and Takara are going to put out, um, numbers, I guess like, I, numbers just more Decepticons really is the main thing. Like we'll probably get a blaster, given that because given that yeah. cassette tape that came out, so yeah, be down to that. Um, I reckon it's Galvatron's probably, time. It's time yeah. for Galvatron. Well, yeah, especially considering that we've had several non. We had several like non um like unofficial MP Galvatrons. Like it's base. It's the trend would suggest that that's the time for Galvatron now. Um, and they've just done they've just done Hot Rod. So yeah, like th- there's a precedent set them. for doing different versions of the same character. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a cliff jumper would be nice, like more mini bots. I think could yeah. go really well. Even a sea spray and a beach camera as well. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I need to update the seeker mold, but even then, I'm, <laughs> it's probably I doubt it. Six new been... seekers. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Was well, like... Dirge Dirge coming out already? Hasn't all the conids yeah, are now out? I think that, yeah, they've done everything. Yeah, so. I swear to God, if they go more obscure than this, like, <laughs> well, sure they got. They'd have to be a reissue this year. They'd have to reissue Ramjet, wouldn't they, this year? I oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They. I don't think they've been too consistent with reissuing the mall exclusives. Mm. So, I want to be. Let's see. All right. Triple um, changes would be good. Cool. Sure. Masterpiece triple changer. <laughs> that is a uh, that's a hope and a wish. Yeah. It's is it too early to start calling MP fifty yet? Like what are we on now? Forty one. Forty one. Um, Dinobots forty two. No. What's Sunstreaker thirty nine? Um. But still, there's probably going to be there's probably going to be three to four repaints in between forty and fifty. You might yeah, want to get two or three new molds. Okay, what are we up to? Because you think between twenty and thirty, you only got. Yeah. So we've got um, nine more until MP fifty. Yeah. So we'll probably get something like, in terms of straight up numbered releases, we'll get. Just because they'd be slowing. Because I guess there's more than fifty so far, but a lot of them are. You know, MP eleven something. Well, it's, yeah, the side numbering something. Yeah, and the actual rate of numbered releases would be slowing down because the movie masterpiece of our own thing now. Like, so we are getting more masterpieces than ever before. It's just that it's not adding to that number count like it mm. was beforehand. Yeah. New acquisitions. Surprisingly, I haven't got any Transformers over Christmas. Fucking <laughs> horror, neither did I. No, you but, got uh, something though, didn't you? I, I did. I purchased myself something. This guy came out like two years ago, and I've been umming and arm about him ever since. But then I got a great deal on this guy from uh, Roger Franklin. So thank you very much, sir. This is Unique Toys uh, Provider, which is. 
bit of a third party take on a masterpiece octane. Um, I was one teeny tiny elephant in the room, and that's that he's really small. Yeah, like, you think about the fact that in pictures he looks enormous because of his wingspan and he's all chunky, but you think about the fact that MP Shockwave was already undersized, and this guy's smaller than that, right? So he is quite underwhelming in terms of presence. That being said, he excels in just about every other way. Like, he's got a pretty much spot-on robot mode. Like, all the detail and posability you need. Um, and it, it's really solidly locked together. Uh, the wingspan is certainly an appeal. Like, it's a great big massive thing. Could barely fit in a detail. <laughs> Um, fun, fun. Then, has he got? Has he got really big heels just so he can stand? Like, is that backpack pretty heavy? Yeah, yeah. it's like you think about it, that's the rear jets and like the tail fin of yep. the jet mode all folded up on there. But the way he transforms, so he's got uh, you know the standard two modes of uh, fuel tanker and. Um, sort of a transport jet. But they are each mode is just so insanely realistic. Like trans you could barely tell but it's a triple changer. You know, except for I guess for tires on the back of the jet turbines, but Yeah. Win some you lose some. And the way that he transforms is just a piece of pure uh engineering magic. Like this is everything I love about third party transformers personified. It's just going ahead and taking these incredible risks, but it's just a pure joy to transform because you know how on figures like MP Shockwave and Bumblebee, you have these masterpiece moments where, you know, there's like one or two really clever motions that the figure makes. Yeah. Yeah. And you do that and he's like, mm, that's genius. The thing with this guy is that that's basically every motion he makes is something like that. So, you know, whether it's the way the um, the cab of the truck forms or the way, you know, like basically the entire side of each torso, both sides of a torso sort of just spin around in a full circle to completely relocate and flip over the wings. Um, but doing that, it still affords him to have the arms transform completely separately and he still has a waist swivel. Despite yeah. this massive chunk of stuff moving, so man, he pulls off and he does that with always really solid locking tabs. And when you move stuff, it's not like you know one thing going out and like a stem of ball joints, and you're like, okay, where does this go? It's basically, oh, you move this, and it just goes straight there, and it's very clear what you're supposed to do. It's a, there's a lot of stuff that has to move but it feels natural to do so. So it's not a challenging process. And it's just a really satisfying uh, transformation to go through. Yeah. I've had, I've had unique toys provider and just while it's the masterpiece scale bot, uh, just both modes, they weren't really accurate enough for me. That thing there, it's size is the only thing that stopped me from buying it. Yeah. It's... Cause I don't have, a, I don't have a chug line, so I don't, even though it'd be a little bit too big for Chug as well. I feel like, in you know, with a 
triple changer so long as he's bigger than most other things. Yeah, you know, yep, yep. You can fit him in a chug. Like, I think this would go well as your chug octane. Yeah. Um, if a bit too detailed um, to fit him with a rest. But, like, yeah, this would yeah. sort of be a centerpiece of a chug collection. Um, yeah, because it's the same. They've done the exact same thing with Astro Train as well. Well, Astro Train, got- they did the opposite because they sort of made him and their uh, Blitzwing as well. They're both really massive figures. Did they do Chigurth or whatever it is? Chigurth? Yeah, that was DX9, but DX9 okay. and Unique Toys are basically the same company. Yeah. Well, oh, they didn't do Evil Star then. No, that was uh, Toy World. Oh, okay, I thought that was Evil Star. All right, because Evil Star was the same. Evil Star, I just loved it. Was that authentic steam train mode and a great looking space um, shuttle mode? But it was just again that smaller chug size where. Yeah. I need Whereas the thing with this guy is that this company put out a great big massive Astro Train and Blitzwing, which would scale perfectly. And then you've got Octane here. He's just so much smaller than anything else. Did he come first though? I wonder if... Uh, yeah, he he came back when... Like, he came out under the Unique Toys branding, whereas yeah. the other two came out under the DX9 branding. So, I mean, I'm, I know it's it's sort of like Unique Toys initially is the name for the manufacturer and DX9 was initially the name for the designer. Um, and I'm not quite sure where the distinction lies now. But in terms of engineering style and plastic quality, they feel incredibly similar between the two companies. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm not sure how a discrepancy arose. Look, if someone like Wei Jang or Kuban Bao was to make an oversized version of this to fit in with your masterpiece collection, then it would be absolutely perfect. I'd be on that train as well. <laughs> yeah. As it is, it's just a really, really good octane that I'm not quite sure where to put it. Mm. And that's it. You could sort of, even if you weren't going to put your chugs, uh, what MPs are there? Uh, so you wouldn't even fit any. Oh, you, like your third-party reflectors or something you could probably put it with. Yeah, I guess like, it it looks all right next to stuff like the MP cars and what have you. Yeah. But if I get um, uh, I don't actually have an MP10 MP10, but I get you know, so this is the MP10 mold, and so he stands shorter than that. Whereas I feel like, mm. yeah, set to contrable change, should be towering over Optimus Prime. Well, especially because it's everything where Prime's just a cab, just yeah. a truck. Like, I mean, I Prime's supposed to be a larger character, but these guys are supposed to be massive. Yeah. I mean, I might try and get him up on a flight stand in the background or something, because I would definitely like to have him as part of a MP display. Yeah, well, that might do it. Just sort of get him elevated a bit so he's tall, higher off the ground. It might be enough to... And if not, probably just from in plane mode and then have him like hovering above on an angle just to fudge the Brief. scale a bit. Refueling the Seekers. Yeah, something along those lines. Like, It's not ideal, but it's still a f- figure I'm glad to have. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, that's all you got? That's all for me this week, yeah. All right. 
in a bit of a quick TCA business, um, we've got a couple of Australia Day barbecues getting organised at the moment um, around the place. I know we're getting one in Melbourne and Sydney organised. Um, just looking at other places as well, or just other events coming up for Australia Day in a couple of weeks' time. Um, just check out the site for upcoming events as uh, we get the stuff done. We're also pushing for our memberships at the moment. We've got about 20 warrior packs left with the stubby holders, so trying to get them out now before uh, before we get too late in the year and it's sort of not worth signing up. So if you've ever thought about becoming a member, now's the time to, uh, to sign up and uh, send you out your membership pack. And we do have a members giveaway coming up on Australia Day. Uh, I got a Toy World Pipes. And uh, Mikey's donated his Decepticon doormat that he got from the Hasbro meetup, which is a one-of-a-kind doormat that's also going to be given away as well to members only. So now's the time to uh, sign up and join. Um, yeah, better late than... I mean, no, better now. I won't say better late than never because you should do it now because that way you can get free stuff. Better earlier than late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, thanks for listening. Um, we stretched it out pretty well, just the two of us. If you want to see these stories more, you can have it, head over to the Facebook group where the uh, run sheet and all that goes up on the uh, Transformers Weekly Facebook page, on the Podbean site, and on the website as well. Um, you can get in touch with us through the uh, Transformers website, through Australian Transformers Weekly Facebook page, and you can email us at transformerscc.gmail.com. But uh, everything we're about, the club and everything is over on transformerscca.com. So thanks for listening. Max, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Not very well. And uh, we'll be back next week. A couple of hosts plus, I'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see what's new with Transformers in 2018. Exciting. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See you later, Max. Catch you later,